Hi, I'm Corey. Hi, I'm Tess. Welcome to A Lovely Place. We're so glad you've joined us as we invite Jesus into the midst of our lives, learning, and laughter. We hope this podcast can encourage your heart and make you smile today. Hello, my friend. Hello, Corey. Let's talk about food and planning in the lazy (laughs) genius way. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So I just have to say, first of all, so we're talking about The Lazy Genius Kitchen by Kendra Adachi. And I, I love this book because of what's in it, but I also love the feel of it. Like the pages. Yes. And like the look of it, it's aesthetically pleasing. So (laughs) I've been enjoying reading it because of the content, but also I just, I like holding it in my hands. (laughs) I'm a physical book kind of person. I'm not the kind of like, I don't know. I've, I've thought about switching to a Kindle, but I'm not sure if I could do the switch because i just like holding books so i think i could like this book is like a i feel like it's more like a manual so i want to touch it and see it where (laughs) i feel like a novel i could just read on a kindle and it wouldn't matter yes so i guess depends on what kind of reading you're doing it's true it's true so we are in part two which is the have what you need yeah and we're talking about areas three and four which are plan like your eating plan or your your meal plan and mm-hmm. food. So, yeah, and the middle of the book turned into more of a we needed to slow down a little bit because we were thinking we could go faster, <laughs> and then the end of the right? book we can go faster. So, yes, yes, it's been so, good to get to know the book. What is your general like sense when you read the word <laughs> meal plan? Uh, right. I feel like I've been saying the same thing every time we talk about it, but um, I feel like the momentum that I gained from my non-plan plan that I was just putting like, here's the foods we'd like to eat on a chart and just buy those and then we can do whatever we want. Has Summer has upset that (laughs) minimal plan. Like, it's just like, oh, my, have I been to the grocery store? That's what I was thinking the other day. And then it's like, okay, wait, but we're going to be gone and then we're going to do this other thing. So then I'm like, so summer is a a challenge to plan, I think. Yes. And then the, but then it's hot and you don't seem to eat as, or it's not as heavy food. I feel like we've been eating more fruits and vegetables just because that's sounds like it tastes better or right or more a la carte things because you don't want to like bake in the oven and you don't want to be standing over the stove so it's like let's just figure out these few things we can throw together right yeah i feel like i feel like meal planning feels easier during the school year Mm -hmm. and i i know that probably some of our listeners might be homeschool families and goodness I feel like meal planning is like necessary for that type of a situation. But to me, meal planning feels easier during the school year because I feel like I can actually execute the plan well during the day and like have some things ready when the kids get home where right now I literally just feel like just keep them alive. Make sure they're not punching each other in the face and food. We'll figure that out later. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's my general um, strategy right now. Yeah. But I like that, like, I think I was listening to her podcast, and I think there was an episode about um, summer meal planning 
something on Kendra Dachi's how to fix summer dinners. I got halfway through it or something, but it was just like kind of, she was echoing that of that. We just were saying of the paint. You're not really wanting to turn your oven on and you want to do different cooking. And um, so this is just interesting. Like, Oh yeah, that's okay. And again, just the permissions, I guess, to not have a rigid plan is helpful to me because I don't, I don't operate that way. Yeah. So I just need to remember that. And then where one of my clients the other day, she was talking about wanting to do the HelloFresh or the meal thing or whatever, because then it just had all the things all together right there. And then she was saying that she could cook with her husband more because it was all there and they didn't have to find things or measure things or buy a weird thing because it was all there, but they liked trying the different things. And I'm like thinking in my head, those were the things that stressed me out. (laughs) All these new (laughs) ingredients and having to follow this plan. And I'm just like, no, I just want to make something that I don't have to think about at all. So that's important to me. Yes. And I love that Kendra encourages us to, you know, she talks about the what could matter, what does matter, and then what matters the most. And so she, I love how she, like, lists out some things that could matter about meal right. planning. Because yeah. I think sometimes I struggle and I'm like, I don't know what could matter. I have no idea. I just yeah. know I'm stressed out. And so I like that she gives us some options to mm-hmm. look through. And I decided, I think that for me, the energy is, like, the one that matters it says you don't want to feel stressed out at meal times or during the actual planning i'm like mm-hmm. yeah that seems about right because yeah. i think there's so many things that feel stressful right now mm-hmm. so i want to get to the point where my food and meal planning does not feel stressful yeah so well, and she- i'm definitely the simplicity that's few steps as possible <laughs> to get from refrigerator to dinner like yes <laughs> That is always helpful. So she talks about getting rid of what's in the way. Like, uh, do you have apps? Do you have all of these different systems and binders? And I was like, I feel like I'm trying to do all of those things. And then I just ended up doing nothing. So Mm. I've been challenged by this chapter. And um, I think I do need to first remove what's in the way. (laughs) Yeah. But that takes a lot of mental work. So, yeah. Well, I like um, the simple things that I'm doing. And then I just keep going back to, I never actually made the little chart like Dawn, the minimal mom did, but she printed out a grocery list with the things that she normally buys. And so then Uh she could just check off which items she needed to replace for her, her 10 or 12 different recipes that she made and i say recipes loosely just whatever she she knew how to it was like her automatic meals like she didn't have to look at a recipe to make spaghetti or make corn dogs or make chicken whatever it was in the instapot or whatever but she just would check off the things like oh we're gonna have that chicken we need to make sure we get chicken and we need to get peppers and we need to get blah 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 so that's a good idea. I haven't actually made that list, but that's kind of how it changed my mind of like, oh, I know I always like to have zucchini and carrots and lettuce and green onions to make my salad. Like, it's just like, those are the things. So yeah. I just know when I'm at the grocery store, oh yeah, buy salad stuff and then buy whatever fruit looks the best. 
And then, because it changes and summertime's a little more fun, but nectarines still feel like baseballs. <laughs> I want them to not be like that. But that's helped me um, to just have that little checklist like, oh, we just need this again because that's what we're going to eat. Yes. Or it's taco week. We're going to have cilantro on the list and find salsa that we like because that's important to make the tacos special. They're not really yeah. complicated, but those are the like, oh, yeah, that's taco night. So it yeah. makes me feel like I'm preparing that's when I good. make sure I get cilantro <laughs> and it's not gross in the bottom of the drawer because it right. <laughs> has been there too long. I loved how she talked about um, in the food part we're stuck in the lazy way i was reading this to daniel because i was like this Mm -hmm. accurately (laughs) describes my (laughs) life where she was talking about buying kale without a plan to cook it because you'll figure that out later buying chicken but forgetting the chicken and then smelling the chicken (laughs) and And then like oh yeah right and then she says, this is the part in the story where you start storing food in the garage while still ordering pizza because you forgot about the chicken once again. <laughs> right, right. I'm like, oh, that hits home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're like considering buying a smaller fridge because our fridge is annoying and it freezes up all the time. And it's gigantic. Like, it, I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't think we really thought about how large it mm. is and it takes up so much space but i was like okay then i would have to be i would have to be more intentional about like the food mm-hmm. i'm buying and i would probably actually be throwing away less it made me think of is it dana k white that talks about using the container i know mm-hmm. um yeah Dawn container does method. too yeah. but yeah like using the container as your boundary for Mm-hmm. how much stuff you can have. And with refrigerated food, that would be like a hard boundary right there. Cause right. what are you going to do? Put it in a cooler, you know? So, um, <laughs> that would be silly. Yeah. Go on a picnic. Tess. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that that might be a good option for us. It would kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. We wouldn't have well, a freezer that's freezing up and we would have less food. Yeah, so. I've seen we when we were going to remodel our kitchen, we were going to get the counter depth width or Fridge, whatever. Yeah. However, is that how you say that? But, counter depth. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, because then that would have made whatever. And I don't know. I don't think our refrigerator sticks out too much farther from the counter at the moment. But I feel like that would help you get space just visually, right? If the refrigerator's not yes. too big, then yes. you're not. It's you're not. It's not staring at you. And I might actually be able to I'm going to get you. <laughs> right? I might be able to reach my cabinets that are above my fridge where right now I'm like, those are the most useless cabinets I've ever seen. Yeah. I can't even reach them. No. So <laughs> Maybe oh. Christmas is supposed to go in there. May- oh. You know, like something you only get need to get once a year or something. And you'll always remember it's there. Yeah. That's good because right now I have things up there. And then when I look, actually do look up there, I'm like, I didn't remember that this thing was even here. Right. And clearly I've never used it. So maybe yeah. I should just throw away whatever it is. Right. Now I don't, I looked like two months ago and I still don't even remember what's up there. <laughs> yes. Yes. Ours is a random list and some, well, the pancake griddle is up there because then it makes it hard to make oh. pancakes. But everybody else <laughs> likes waffles in my house. So I'm like, well, I guess I should just take that out of there and then 
some, I don't know, maybe my new Christmas thing could go in there. And then I just know that's where it's at to take out for the advent tree. Anyways, that has nothing to do with meal planning, (laughs) does it? Oh, wait, but that's getting everything out of the way. So, yeah. Yeah, there we go. It is. I love that Kendra gently reminds us that we don't have to buy all the food that other people rave about. She was talking about like Mm -hmm. red pep, roasted red peppers Mm -hmm. or something. (laughs) But I think that's so freeing. Like, if our family doesn't eat or like this food, we don't have to try to make it work. Like, Yeah, I, I think can just release it and goodbye. They didn't like eating salads, and I'm like, oh, that's one of my favorite things to eat. Right? Yes. And so it's like, oh, no, I want to eat that all the time. Like, that's my – so I yes. thought that was – I'm like, oh, I'm different from her. And it kind of was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm doing that. Like, <laughs> You know who you are. That's good. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> so were there any other things that stood out to you about these – chapters the food or the plan well i was trying to um think about how i could plan a little bit more for the rest of the summer before we got to the fall just to feel like we were eating better choices because i feel like if there's not any plan then it's just like i'm not setting myself up for success at all and going back to the end emotional eating it's like oh there's more emotional choices instead of healthy choices yeah. Or what would what I would go for or whatever. Anyway. Right, right. Let's have some more chips. It's like, okay, well, <laughs> who who didn't cut up carrots this week to have carrots in there to dip or to snack on or whatever. Right. You know, like yes. it's like, oh, I the I think the container that I was talking about before, that long rectangle one, is sitting in there empty. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's not even living its purpose. Oh no! <laughs> I feel bad for the container. <laughs> but I oh have been gosh. having fun making little fruit salads, bananas and strawberries and grapes or or blueberries or Ooh, whatever. That sounds I've yummy. So mm. it like makes breakfast colorful, and I just enjoy that summer. Not that you can't get those other times, but it's just like they're more readily available. They taste better they right taste now. They taste better, yes. Yeah. They so taste it's just so like much better. We're in the right season. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah. So. Well, and I, I've i been trying to remember. I mean, that's like actual an actual season. I'm trying to remember, and I'm glad that she reminds us to live in our season. The, yeah. Whatever principle. I don't remember what number that is, but. Um, I've been like thinking that I'm kind of back into maybe the crock pot season. I don't know it because it feels like I'm most productive in the morning. And then by the time we hit the afternoon, everybody's like melting down and trying to make a meal is like a struggle. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, maybe I need to embrace that we've moved into a different season and, get another crock pot because I totally got rid of my crock pot because I was like, I don't use this thing anymore. Oh, okay. Well, can you use your Instapot as a crock pot? It supposedly does work as a crock pot, but I'm a little bit nervous about its texture. You know, like, I feel Mm. like I often struggle with, like, having things stick 
or like burn in there. Mm. So I'm concerned about that. But it might be worth trying, I guess, yeah. before I buy another crock pot. I mean, not that you can't get a crock pot. I ha- I kept both, and I feel like I don't know always know how to use the Instapot as as fluidly. I think later in the chapter she, <laughs> or in this book, she talks about different things. Yeah. So that's what part three is going to be about. Is like all of these hacks i think like how things work how different tools work what they're for yeah how to make certain like foods how to feed a crowd different things about like grilling and so maybe we need to fast forward to the grilling and get that going on man (laughs) yes so part three is like all gonna be all the it seems like all the lists of like tips and tricks and things like that yeah so i'm excited it's probably not one that will facilitate a long conversation, but right, would be a but helpful just tool. A to good have. plug. Buy this book. Yes, right. <laughs> Shout out to Kendra Adachi, Lazy Genius Kitchen. Yes. So I think it's gonna be yeah. good. Um have you still been doing like the food delivery stuff for your we have shopping? not. We've been so during the last few months we've been kind of simplifying and doing like um because it was harder to do oh you mean like the instacart yeah yeah i haven't been doing that as much lately either um it is more expensive so i was running into that and i don't think they do it for winco and i've been choosing to shop at winco because they have good prices yeah um so i still sometimes do it if i need stuff from costco and i feel like when I go to Costco, I spend way more money than I do if I do Instacart Costco. So okay, it's like that whole impulse shopping yeah. and then all the cool clothes and things they have right. there is like a oh, problem. They, so. they set their store up nicely, don't they? Right? Here, we're going to get you. Yeah. They I still like marketers. Costco, though, because it helps me. Yes. I don't I, know. Right. Yeah. Well, in some of their products, it's hard to find other places for a good price. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, it is I'm that whole also thing. a Winco fan. Yeah, but it feels. I don't think it's any farther away than it was when I lived in Battleground from where I was. But it feels like it's a farther away in Spokane yeah. or something. So it feels like a, more of an event. Where <laughs> I guess because it's not really on my way home from work, that's when I would stop. When oh, I was in okay. Vancouver, like I would just be like, oh, I'm going to go to the grocery store. And then I was by myself and it kind of became a little bit of a me moment. Like, I feel like the grocery store is less of a fight if I'm not having to manage right? other people at the same time as I'm managing my own emotional eating promptings. <laughs> yes. I know. Oh, I Jesus. <laughs> taking kids to the grocery store is is a struggle. I'm it's struggling a, with It's that. a lot. Like it's not they want everything. Yeah. They just want And all so the do things. I. And so how can I put something <laughs> I want in and then I'm not leading the same example? Like <laughs> anyway, so oh, I would prefer to shop by myself. Costco we seem to Name do as what a family. Matters. Yeah. <laughs> Costco is more of a family thing sometimes or I'm not time- allowed to go to Costco by myself. Okay. That's my own my own boundary because I spend way too much money. 
yeah. go there. So I'm like, Daniel, you have to go with me okay. so you can be the sensible person. <laughs> have to stick to your limit. Well, that's good. You know your your limit there. That yes. of to talk about end emotional eating, the surfing that surfing wave is not urge, worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a wave that gets me every time. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then I've tried to do things that are, I don't know if it's batching or just with the other thing, like something you already are doing. So church on Sundays, and then we try to go to Costco because it's close to where we go to church. So it's like, it's right there. Yeah. And then like, um, if I clean out the refrigerator Wednesday night, because trash night's on Thursday, then it kind of like forces me to organize and go, oh, you didn't eat those mushrooms again. Like, quit yes. buying them unless you're really ready for mushrooms. Like, there, there's a plan for the mushrooms. Because I'm that's, the only yeah. one that eats the mushrooms. Well, and that's what Kendra kind of talks about in the food chapter, too, is, like, assessing and actually going through and, like, removing what's in the way. But then also noting to yourself, like, don't yeah. buy this thing. We don't actually eat it. Or I don't right. need to buy this thing in bulk. Like, we don't eat enough to buy yeah. it in bulk. So we, yeah. it doesn't actually save us money because we right. trick ourselves, you know. It's and then like, where do you put it if it's bulk? Right. That's another thing, too. Like, do I have space for this in my yes. cupboard? Well, yeah. and I remember Don the Minimal Mom talked about that a little bit. Like, I don't want to have to inventory these things. So I'm not going to right. buy multiples of them which yeah. for me i'm coming to that that perspective a little bit more of like yeah i don't want to have 20 of this thing that i have to store somewhere and then remember where i put it you know it's like right unless it's it 20 of my price. favorite things right you know like i pick <laughs> or my toilet favorite. paper <laughs> yeah i like 20 rolls of toilet paper i do <laughs> but i've also been trying to not have that scarcity man tab Mentality, mentality of yeah. like oh there's only two more but there's like nine rolls or how many ever is in the costco Six, thing i'm like yeah. there's still more in there like <laughs> wait a minute i don't need i don't need more toilet paper yet and then right. we have them all spread out in all of our bathrooms so i've sound very very privileged in this moment that <laughs> we have three bathrooms and i want three rolls of toilet paper and everyone at all times like it's like what is up with that how can you even go to the bathroom that much um <laughs> Side note, though, this is a little tangent. Um, Dawn, the middle mom, and her sister, Diana, are writing another book together. (gasps) And they're combining faith and decluttering. Oh, we might have to read that one next. I know. I was just, like, thinking, because we mentioned Dawn a lot. Yes, And we we like Kendra. They're, like, our... They're our best friends for helping us live our 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 best best mom life. Like, I feel like. Anyway, so I was like, I wonder if Tess knows they're making a new book. I I think it's supposed to come out at Christmas. That's exciting. Okay, by then we, because we've talked about what our next book might be. Oh, yeah. We talked about Famous at Home, which seems like it might be a good one. So maybe we could then do that one next. So we've got all the books coming up, friends. I know. There's so many books. Yes. And that's not even anything to do with shopping for food. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Or is it? Hmm. 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 Well, these have been some good chapters. Like Corey said earlier, we would encourage you to get this book because it really has a lot of good, um, like, 
pages that are going to help be helpful over and over and over and yeah. over again to like reference, not just to read it once and be done. So, yeah. um, well, and then she gives the examples of different lazy genius principles at the end of it that apply to it. Like, I didn't even know I was deciding once, like, I'm just going to buy these ingredients for salad every time. Well, that was a decide once thing. Yes. And yes. then like set house rules. I will not buy ingredients. I don't have a plan for Ooh, oh. I think that is a rule in my head, but I don't always follow it because there's mushrooms that are gross in the, my refrigerator <laughs> right now, friends. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. And the verse, I mean, I don't know what verse this is, but what this conversation makes me think of. And I think we've talked about this verse before. Let, let everything you do be done for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. You know, like it it is good to do things well in our lives and to to know what matters to us, like what we should be doing well. Yeah. So um, I appreciate that Kendra reminds us to name what matters. Like that's the most, almost the most important thing to do first. So. Yeah. Well, and I feel like if we're settled a little bit more with our kitchen and how we're functioning there, then we're not, it's not consuming us so much so that there's more time to, call a friend or make a connection or go to the park and then you're like available to be like oh hi how's your day or you know like that so then it's about people and sharing sharing jesus and sharing truth because we're not worried about what's for dinner yeah well and i think too that goes back to the end emotional eating where she says Mm -hmm. Many people who struggle with eating problems make eating the focus of living. Yet it is often helpful to focus on living more broadly so that eating becomes a part of living rather than the focus of living. And so naming that it's our people, it's connections, it's, you know, Jesus, it's joy, it's those things that matter, not the actual, like, eating or, you know, the act of eating, but those things. And so making our kitchen be a space that we can foster yeah. those things over just it's a place we make our food, you know? Right. So it's like, and then I feel like when there's a little bit, I'm in a better space at the grocery store to pay. Cause it's, the grocery store can get stressful, especially like if you are with your children or yes. you're at different things. So I feel like if I'm not that way, then I can be a blessing to other people there. And that makes me feel better about <laughs> What I'm doing, like, right? it gives another purpose to going to the store, like, yes, or not that I don't know, I don't want to sound, but it's just like a perspective switch, I guess, is what I'm trying to, and that's what we were talking about last chapter in yes. the end emotional eating, that perspective, the growth mindset, like, oh, what if I was going to the grocery store to bless somebody else and buy stuff to make salad and remember to buy the chicken and maybe skip the <laughs> mushrooms this week or you know what like yes what if that was the thing i yes. don't know anyways thanks for encouraging me friend thanks for encouraging me and for chatting yeah. with me i'm excited that we get to practice mastery with this podcast mm-hmm. and also have fun conversations and share with friends you're not and, alone friends <laughs> yes and we pray that what we say mm-hmm. can encourage you and if you ever need anything or want to share your thoughts we'd love to hear from you so mm-hmm. thanks for listening thank you for talking Tess. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>